Welcome to Sports Cash, a space to discuss sports and money. I'm your host, KD. And this is your host, Vlad, Mr. ESPN. Cash Crew, we're back for another episode. Just like I mentioned in the last episode, we have a special guest for this one. But before we do that, how you feel, Vlad? I'm good. Welcome back for another week. We got a special episode for you guys this week. We're going to talk about Atlanta sports, everything Atlanta sports. But before we get started, we're actually going to introduce one of Atlanta's biggest fans. I mean, this dude rep Atlanta to the fullest. He will talk Atlanta sports until your ears bleed. He's Atlanta's biggest fan. But let me let him introduce himself. Yo, what up? What up, Cash Cruz? Your boy, Kins, Tonton Kins, a.k.a. Candy Kins of the Distinguished Gentleman Podcast. Uh, I'm here, man. I'm here with my guys, Vlad. Kendrick, we out here. I'm just ready to talk about ATL. Goddamn. I'm born and raised, Great Memorial Hospital. You already know what it is. East Side, South Side, Clayco. What up, though? <laughs> Grady Baby Yo, in the Grady house. Baby. Oh, sure. man, rep Atlanta to the fullest. But definitely, we got a good episode for you guys. We're going to give a lot of insight onto Atlanta sports. Mm. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Um, Atlanta sports, right now, we got basketball that's going on. Football just ended. Um, and soccer hasn't got started up again. And mm-hmm. neither has baseball. But the atmosphere of Atlanta sports in general right now, how you feel about mm. it? Atlanta sports is a complicated talk about it's it. a complicated universe to live in mm-hmm. there isn't a ton of like super success for the for the history of atlanta sports there's glimpses mm-hmm. of, of of excitement throughout the decades there's been a lot of glimpses of excitement of things to you know catch you make you pay attention and and enjoy it but we haven't reached that plateau that pinnacle regularly enough for it to be what it could be yeah okay uh, Hmm. Uh, you know what? Uh, we're going to shout out Dub again because Dub always says that the Falcon stands for fans always left counting on next season. But when that season comes, <laughs> when that season comes, oh, when the season comes. man, or when the season <laughs> comes marching in, hey, we're going to be so I'm hopeful at the first, the first few weeks. I'm going to say this. Uh, I think that uh, Atlanta United started a tradition that mm-hmm. – all Atlanta teams should keep. I think from now on, if you are an Atlanta professional team and you win a championship, you take the trophy to Magic City. <laughs> it's the only thing that makes sense. We got to show people that we're about victories and booties out here, and that's what we do. I'm weak. I'm weak. I believe in it. Well, so your Falcons mm, last year. My boys. <sighs> end of the year. Okay. Um, Four and 12. Yeah. Yikes. Started at 0 and 5. What what's going on there? Uh You know, I look to leadership. Uh leadership is is where everything starts, right? So Arthur Blank, I believe is a great owner, mm-hmm. but he's a nice guy. Is it time for Matt Ryan to go? I disagree with that premise totally and totally because I refuse to I watch Matt Ryan and I'm a person who I did not like Matt Ryan too much when he got drafted, mm-hmm. you know, 0809. I watched him for four years, and I had no faith in him. I didn't like Matt Ryan until the NFC Championship game in 2012 or 2013, January, against the 49ers. The one that y'all lost. We lost after being up, I think, 24-3. to But what, what mm. changed your mind after that game? Because I, I, you know, I didn't really follow it, but what was it about that game that I, made you like I watched the game, and I realized that our defense is trash. <laughs> Our defense had been so auspicious and just watching how Matt Ryan plays and what he does when he gets in the game, when he gets in his zone. And, you know, like he's not I'm not going to pretend like he's Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. You know, he's not one of those guys. uh, But I think he's the top of the second tier. As far as quarterbacking, he's very professional. You know what I'm saying? He's represented He's represented the city extremely well. Super and he productive. does his job. He's super productive. He does his job. There's a lot of guys that I could point at and be like, I don't know if that guy right there does his job. Mm-hmm. And I can't say that about Matt Ryan. There's offensive oh, linemen can, that I can, question. You can cuss on the pot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of these. I heard that Atlanta coming out. You was like, that motherfucker right. Listen, I was getting out. Because there's so many guys that I look at, like Robert Robert Alford, you know what I'm saying? He, he's no longer with us, but he was a cornerback mm-hmm. who was just known for getting 
PIs and holdings and a whole lot of stuff that dropping sure interceptions like in hurting the, zone, hurting the defense. Game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And Vic Beasley turned out to be a scrub bum. Bless his heart, though. I hope I heard he's a cool guy, but <laughs> I don't need him on 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 my defensive line ever again. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of guys. What about Tack? Where, where's Tack now? Tack. Oh, Tack. Uh, Tack. I think he I, somebody we traded him somewhere, mm. and they let him go. Dang. So, you know, and I believed in Tack. You know, he was like, I'm doing this for my grandma. I appreciated the energy, but it just never conveyed on the field. So so is that an organizational problem or since we're seeing the same thing over and over again? Or you think it's just a few bad years, a few it, bad apples? Again, it starts at the top, right? So Thomas Dimitrov was our general manager ever since Matt Ryan got drafted. He drafted Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. Great job. He did the he traded the picks to go up and grab Julio. Great, Great job. job. He got Calvin Ridley at the end of the first round. Great job. Mm-hmm. Vic Beasley had three good years. I'm I'm noticing a trend here. Right. You just said great job for three offensive and two of that are generational. I mean, if right. we're 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 gonna. I think Matt Ryan's gonna get his flowers when he's gone. Yeah. Out of the league. I agree. When we look back at his numbers. Julio gets his love now, but it will be even more when he leaves. He's going to be like, wow, mm-hmm. we didn't appreciate him because he didn't win a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so is it is it they just can't scout they can't you know, figure defensive it out talent on the defensive end? Because, again, like I said, yeah, I think on defensive I think the bad. issue has been defense defense. Mm-hmm. People people. It's easy to look at football and blame quarterbacks on wins because they get all the it don't matter how many times that ball get deflected on a pass yeah. once you get an interception that's on the quarterback yeah. it could touch four people that interception is on the quarterback it could yeah, touch three fact. of your guys yeah. and then end up in the defense's hand I really don't know why we don't have team interceptions like it doesn't point. make sense at this sense. point because we obviously could tell that a lot of these guys are muffing pat the ball's going through their hands or hitting them in the face and just landing on the defender's property. You know what I'm saying? So it's crazy. But, again, it's easy to look at uh, uh, football and think that it's the quarterback. But Matt Ryan, like I said, he does his job. Defensively, Mm -hmm. we've had holes everywhere. The last, quote-unquote, great great linebacker to wear a Falcons jersey was Jonathan Abraham. Wow. I was going to say Keith Brookings, but okay. Jonathan Abraham, bro. Yeah, um, he was after Brookings. That's true. Yeah. Right. So That is true, yeah. You, yeah. you know what I'm That's saying? That's tough. We you have, can't go that long. That's like basically on offense like saying you don't have a QB. Or running Like back. you the Dolphins out here. It's, you know? and it be, That's the QB of your defense. If you don't have a QB of your defense. Exactly. You know, you're not And Deion Jones far. is great. You know what I'm saying? But he's still he's still young. It's it's, and, and I don't think the pieces around him have gotten gotten to the place. Outside of Grady Jarrett, mm-hmm. I don't think. We, we have one person on each level. We have Grady Jarrett, Deion Jones. And I guess you could say Keanu Neal, who was hurt two years in a yeah. row. You know what I'm saying? So it's did J- did they draft uh, Grady? They drafted Grady in the fifth round. They drafted Dion, I think, in the first or second. And it's just it's, it's been a mess, hmm. honestly. Wow. And so, that's just the Falcons. So it that's looks like it looks like in this draft, y'all better be not drafting not one offensive player and draft all defense. Completely disagree with you. I think it's time. <laughs> I think it's time we. I think we draft the quarterback first round. Mm. Really? Even with all the love and support that I have for Matt Ryan, I think. So, like I said, Matt Ryan's out of here. I think well, Matt Ryan's room the quarterback. Exactly. I think Matt Ryan's out of here a year or two. You if got, you if you feel like if you feel threatened by a, a rookie coming in, then that's that's <clears> a personal Wentz. problem. Yeah, yeah Carson well, yeah. Wentz is scary. <laughs> you said why well, Aaron Rodgers saw a rookie, and he was like, "I'm gonna make sure you stay on the bench." Don't, don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started on Carson Wentz. That's a but. fact. Hmm. But let's let's transition to the other side of, mm-hmm. I guess we can say, what, Centennial Olympic Park? Okay. Not really. I mean, literally outside the doors and go to State Farm right. Arena. Down the street. Not really down the street. On the other side of the sidewalk. <laughs> right. <laughs> but the Atlanta Hawks. Ooh. Yeah, we're going to spend some time on this one. I love the Hawks. You know Currently what I'm saying? sitting at 14 and 19. Yes. Should be 17 and 16. Really, we could possibly be 18 and 15. But it's a lot going on with the Hawks. Mm-hmm. Right? The young team, mm-hmm. uh, for the most part, when healthy, we start four rookies and have one coming off the bench. Wow. With Clint Capella being the, the, the only veteran in that rotation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. Two of those guys well, are hurt. Rondo too. Well, no, I'm saying uh, with our, our core rotation, 
which would be okay, yeah. K- Trey, Cam, Kevin. Kevin, John, and DeAndre Hunter. Correct. And then you just add in Clint Capella to be our starting five. That's our core rotation right now. Um, and those, all those, the oldest guy on that is John, who's twenty three, and he's been in the league three years, four years. This is yeah. fourth year. Yeah, John was yeah. drafted one year before Trey. Exactly. So, no, uh, Capella should be older than John. No, okay, he's the oldest. But I'm talking about the other uh, the guys that we drafted. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah, John right. is the oldest. Yes. Right. I so, saw. A, I saw a thing. I think Miami was put. You know, they have their preview things on Fox Sports Sun mm-hmm. or whatever. And they were showing the draft picks, and it was just like 18, 19, 20. <laughs> it was crazy. Wait a minute. I just, just made me uh, realize. What happened to Redhead? Herder? Does Kevin he Herder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Scotch still- Bonnet? You okay. know what I'm talking about? Red yeah, Velvet? Man, Red yeah. Velvet is here. <laughs> yeah, he he, just, he just hit somebody with a monster jam last night. I, I love like Kevin Herder, man. Like I'm yeah. a big fan of his. But, but yeah, they're young and hungry. They're very young. Um... Injuries is starting to take a. The injuries hurt. You know what I'm saying. Uh, Dre, who was having a breakout season, he's probably arguably one of our best defenders as far as on ball defense and help defense. Uh, he's been out with a, a knee injury for about three four weeks now. Probably another three four weeks to go. Cam is regular. Cam is. I love Cam. Cam's my favorite player on the Hawks right now. Mm-hmm. But you know, you could tell he's he's 20. You know what I'm saying? You can tell he's 21. Right. You can tell he's a kid. You can tell he's young. You're right. Um, and he's arguably one of our best defenders on ball and help. You know what I'm saying? Like Very slept I, on. He I is. watched him play against LeBron. And I know LeBron wasn't playoff LeBron, but mm-hmm. he was giving LeBron fits when we played L.A. It was a beautiful thing to watch. Even Skip Bayless, trifling ass, said <laughs> it was the best defensive performance he's seen on LeBron James in a long time. And he don't believe in Cam. A lot of people don't. I mean, the only reason is because Cam is not very vocal. Cam is not... He's know, not animated. Yeah, he's not sure. But, but if... And I, I keep saying this, and I've told a lot of people this. It's not a fluke why, before his draft, all his you know peers, peers were yeah. saying, who's the sleeper of this draft in three to five years? And every single one has said Cam Reddish. Who was the best player in high school when you guys all played each other in that AAU, sec- AAU circuit? All of them said Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish, baby. He has KD's wingspan. <laughs> the kid is long. Pause. The, the kid is, he's got reach. The only thing with Cam is, I feel like we go as far as Cam go. We know what Trey is. Mm-hmm. We know what Trey does, right? Mm-hmm. But just like, and I hate the comparison, but Golden State went as far as Draymond went. We know what Clay is going to give you. You know what Steph is going to give you. Yeah, okay. Right? So, Cam has to become, at minimum, the next Paul George for us. Yeah. He has to be that wing that can go get his own bucket, knock down the three ball, create his own shot, get to the lane, and play both sides of the ball. He has to be 3 and D. The interesting thing about that is coming out in that draft, we picked 4th and 10th. We got DeAndre Hunter at 4. And, and we got Cam Reddish and at Cam 10. Reddish, correct. Watching the highlights of them, I was like, we basically got baby Kawhi and baby Paul George. Paul George. It's ridiculous the similarities of those two games and styles. Even though Cam's favorite player is, is KD. Yeah. He has a little KD in him too, though, which is yeah. it's just interesting. Which I, I would prefer him to go to KD rather exactly. than Paul George, please. But, <laughs> but if you have if you have a Trey and you have uh Cam looking like PG at least, and you have Dre looking like Kawhi at least, and then you sprinkle in Cameron Herter, who's gonna probably average forty percent from three for his career. If he's, he can turn to a Nate Clay Thompson, I'll and, take and, it. and he stepped up his defense considerably since last year, and then you just have John Collins doing what he does, cleaning up the glass, getting you know easy mid ranges on mismatches. He's here. He'll be here. There's, if he'll he be does here. not leave in the offseason, he'll, where he'll would he go? Here. He'll Why would he go? No, there's a lot of teams that'll pick Miami. him up. There's a lot of teams that'll pick him up, but will the Hawks let him go? Well, do they have... Is, um, is, is he a restricted? I, I, he's a restricted free agent. I'll answer that. This is the same organization. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. The same organization. Different leadership. The same organization. <laughs> it's in the spirit. Mm-mm. All right? It still runs through those hallways. That evil, evil spirit. I'm telling you, ever since this draft, we have been cursed. Oh 2006. Oh, man. With the third pick, we're going to select six men from North Carolina, Marvin Williams, over 
Everybody. <laughs> a Hall of Famer in the name of Chris Paul. Wow. From Who Wake Forest. What I will say okay. is... Darren Williams. He's not done. He's not I, know, I know the pain. It, it, even you miss on those two. You still had a third, third chance and get the player who's on your team now, but he's way older. Ray John Rondo from Kentucky. I, listen, right? How do you go... Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> yeah, I did good the past few years. That pain you. is real. Yeah, oh I'm my telling gosh. you. I've heard don't this get, for the past ten years of my life. And don't get me wrong, don't get me started on Joe Johnson's contract in twenty ten, but that's neither here or there. Yeah, that was foolish. But, but we got rid of that guy. <laughs> whatever the Hawks do, please. What happened to the Josh days? The two Joshes, Childress uh, and Smooth. Well, Josh Childress ended up going to China and Josh Smith never became his full true. Yeah, potential. he never he never learned to shoot. Yeah. yeah. What well, now? Shoot, he didn't really learn the game. He really relied on his athleticism. He didn't really truly learn how to play NBA basketball. Interesting. You know who's like that now? Ben Simmons. I was gonna say Andrew Wiggins, but well, yeah, I, I, I can't say Ben Simmons because Ben Simmons, in no, terms of having talent and and being okay with the talent that you have, oh yeah, not sharpening it, yeah, yeah, absolutely, no, agreed. But I'll still take Ben Simmons now over yeah, of the course. totality we, because of the talent that the talent that Ben Simmons has. Is, through is, the roof. Yeah, 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 yeah. He can yeah. defend, he can pass, and, and he dunks like Josh, Josh. <laughs> But God bless Josh Hart. But the current, athletic freak? the current core that Atlanta has, we have Trey, we have Kevin, we have... The only thing I wish Atlanta does is that a lot of teams have done in the past is when they get a young core, mm-hmm. two, three years, they want to break it up. We've seen that several times over history, a lot of times. The only time I can agree for us to break it up is if we go get an upcoming big time star. I don't want KD. KD, his career is done. Well, not done, not but it's, it's, he's on his back end. He's of his on career. the back end. He's got three, four I don't years need KD. Left. Yeah. I don't need Braun. You know, Giannis already signed the contract, so he's off the board. No, no, no. If you can get, if you can get Giannis for Drake Cam, a first round. I don't want it. Oh, you tripping. I don't want it. Let me tell you why. I don't know about that. Giannis, Giannis just signed that contract, right? They got Drew Holiday. You know where the Bucks are right now? Drew Holiday has been missing for the last 10 games, but go ahead. Where are the Bucks right now? Drew Holiday has been missing for the Where last 10 games. Where are the Bucks games. right now? Number one in the East. Or no, not they're number, number one. Or, one. They're number not, yeah, three. They're number one. They're number, one, two, three. That's without their arguably second best player, though. Yeah, they're still. Who's they're been missing for second 10 games? Second best player? So, so that, that means you just diminish Chris Milton. Yeah, I did. We're not going to go there. We're I talking about no problem with that. right now. <laughs> So they shouldn't get we'll him talk, that let, let's, let's get back to Lance. Right. So wait, wait a minute, hold on. Was that supposed to be some slight on Giannis? Because right. Giannis goes to the Hawks, y'all going to the Eastern Conference easily. Like Giannis not. and Trey, maybe not. Oh, come on. I'm not sold on Giannis. You sounded like me when when Giannis uh, spurned Miami instead. And <laughs> maybe not. I, I can I can look back now and say I was acting a fool. Now I'm going to tell you you acting a fool. Listen, I'm telling you, in three. Three and Giannis Harden in Atlanta. I don't know what y'all talking about. In three about. to four years, we're going to see who Giannis really is. But anyway, that's neither here nor there because Giannis don't play for Atlanta. Right. So, But this young core, mm-hmm. I hope player development really take all this talent very serious because so you might not have a something. chance. Yes. What do you think about the coaching in Atlanta right now? I think it's... Because that's what I hear. I, I'm, in the, I'm in these fan groups on Facebook and after every loss, fire LP, LP, LP is doing what LP is supposed to do. For, now, for the casuals. Who's the coach? Lloyd Pierce. Lloyd Pierce. Lloyd Pierce. Who the hell is Lloyd Pierce? Also, Lloyd Pierce, he was a, a developmental coach for the Philadelphia 76ers. Mm-hmm. So he gets a lot of, when ben a lot of praise. When Ben Simmons first got there. When okay. Ben Simmons first got there. When Joel B first got there. So, so high praise for him. High praise for him from players. Um, last summer, when the world was shut down and we was out here protesting and marching Black Lives Matter, he was at the face for the Atlanta Hawks organization. He was at every protest. That's uh, he was. He was really – He's. I, I love him. Outside of basketball, I love what he is for the community of Atlanta because I think he represents Atlanta at its core, as far as civil rights, as far as uh, as far as black empowerment. Like I think he's just great for the community as a coach. I think he does a, a fairly decent job. Uh, his first two years in Atlanta, he had a bunch of nineteen-year-olds mm-hmm. and Evan Turner. <laughs> like that's what true. Was, what was he supposed to do? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Last year, I think we were ten games outside of the bubble. John Collins was suspended for 25. We went four and 21 in that span. Mm. It was absurd and disgusting and disappointing. But people looked at him and say, "Oh, if our coaching was better, maybe we'd be a better team." Nah, baby. 
So, <laughs> so don't you think that this year is more representative of what he can do? It's, I mean, they're right in the thick of we're, things. We're, we're right. Th- and on top of that, though, we're right in the thick of things, and we're still dealing with injuries. Cam's been missed the last three games. Like I said, DeAndre Hunter, he's been out since January 26th. We could play better. We, 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 we could, could play, play a better. little bit better, yeah. but we could play. Bob, we, there's Bob, a lot of work. Bogdanovich was out. Bogey's been out since January 6th. Oh, you we know got a nickname already. Hey, yeah. you know, Bogey, Gallo, Solo. We got a squad. <laughs> Dang, Gallo. T- oh, yeah. yeah. So y'all Gallo just be. dropped 38. Yeah, he can do that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? 10 for 12 from three. So, we got a team that can make noise. They're not a championship team yet. Nah. Not even not close. Yet, yet. We, Trey still has some work to do, even though he's putting up great numbers. Um, and the X Factor, like I said, we will go has Cam Reddish goes, but my but my my biggest question with all that being said is, how come you know Atlanta sports can never have the fan base and the backing like a New York Knicks, a Dallas Cowboys, a Boston Celtics, a New England Patriots? What well, like how come or why do you feel like Atlanta sports don't get that kind of supporting? So, um. I was born in Greater Memorial Hospital, right? (laughs) So I've been here 33 years of my whole life. I know so many people that weren't here 33 years their whole life. Yeah. That came from Florida. That came from New York. That came from Texas, Pennsylvania, et cetera, et cetera. Who come from places that have teams that have great success legacy. Mm -hmm. I agree. But not to cut you off, but we also have a lot of people that live in New York, or Jersey or whatever, that's Dallas Cowboys fans. Again, again, those teams... For years. You're talking about a team that has legacy. There's a lot of Chicago fans. There's a lot of Chicago Bulls fans outside of Chicago. That's true. you know why? Because they had the greatest player in the world on their team for 16 years, and they won six championships. Atlanta Uh had the greatest dunker. Right, (laughs) and and during that time, Atlanta had the greatest dunker, and Atlanta loved him for that. Yeah. But only Atlanta did. And, the orga- and only Atlanta did, and organization shipped him, <laughs> kicked him to the curb, <laughs> to the Clippers, because they thought, man, if we get rid of our best player, maybe we'll shake something up. Damn, Idiots. So I'm, I'm glad you said that. So at this point, I mean, the Hawks haven't delivered us a championship. Mm-hmm. and The St. Louis Hawks have, but it follows <laughs> what, the organization. Five decades now? It, it follows the organization. The Falcons <laughs> haven't delivered us a championship. Four NFC championships, two Super Bowl appearances. Ever. Last time we've been to the Super Bowl was 2016. We all know what that happened. And then listen, listen, the year listen, before listen, that listen. was 98. So. You ain't got to go there. <laughs> all right? I, you, I let you go on your spill with, with, with Marvin and the third pick. But you ain't got to talk about what Tom Brady and the Atlanta Falcons defense yeah, did. you know you like, knew better that than is, that, bro. Come that on, is now. worse. So, yeah, like, to get, are you bringing on old shit? That so, hurt. To, so, so, I guess what I'm trying to say is to mm-hmm. get the spirit back in the city. What is it going to take? Is it going to take a one-in-a-generation player? Is it going to take a Super Bowl? Is it going to take a, take an NBA Finals? What is it going to take? I have the, theory. The okay. Atlanta. Well, I have a theory. theory. Let me I have a theory. theory. Uh, we are in the we are in the place mm-hmm. when people think of the South. They talking about people from Georgia. Yeah. Let's not be like. Yeah. Let's not mess it up because definitely that's exactly what and and the stereotypes are true. Okay, so it starts with football, period. Yeah. Georgia Bulldogs, uh-huh. Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. As soon as they start winning, we'll start getting Atlanta, Georgia. It's funny because Georgia Bulldogs is in Athens. And yeah. they That's blew, nowhere cl- and they no, blew, close but, to Atlanta. But here's the funny thing. Both of them blew it. They blew it against Alabama. That's yeah. Falcons saying. blew against the Patriots. That's and what I'm saying. I, I we that, will never be taken seriously. This city will never be taken seriously until, until. those two organizations win big. It's gonna be a grassroots. It's got to be like a, a developmental, like because I don't see uh, Deshaun Watson coming here, Russell Russell Wilson coming here. And, I don't know. Deshaun's and, from Atlanta now. No, no, I, that I, would I, be nice. I know. I, I want it, but there's. I don't think there's the logistics of bringing Deshaun here. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're capable of doing that. Think about it. You add a dual quarterback. That's twenty five. No, no, no. I'm talking about financially because Matt Ryan has a lot of backup money that we owe him. Can okay. ship him in a deal with with other players. Yeah, yeah maybe. why but, not? But we still and, have to pay um, him because of the way the way NFL contracts work are really weird. Uh, yeah. If we was to trade Matt Ryan right now, we still owe him forty million dollars. Okay, Arthur Blank, you own a Home Depot. <laughs> How about you want a championship? No, like let's 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 let's. I'm not disagreeing. I'm not let's disagreeing. explore that idea. I do want to explore that idea because what does Deshaun Watson do for the Atlanta Falcons right now? Immediate success. 
You pair up. We saw what Deshaun can do with that elite receiver. Now, is Julio 25? No. However, Julio still has maybe one or two still fairly good years in him. You pair him up with Deshaun Watson. You buffer up that offensive line. You get a decent defense that can keep. Oh, that's, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> what did the Texas defense do for him last year? Not much. Nothing. But what did the Falcons defense do for Matt Ryan last year? Nothing. Nothing. But also this. We, we would trade him for youth but and on. losses. Honestly, we'd still that. be losing. But yeah. look at Deshaun numbers. Deshaun Deshaun numbers were better than Matt Ryan's, but not when, that much better. But they weren't crazy better. But really. With no true number one receiver. We talking about oh Deshaun Deshaun and and a very very oh my goodness. Horrible offensive line. Okay, I give you that. I give you that. But again, Atlanta. Atlanta was a good. Te- well, Atlanta was a good team offensively last year, right? Mm-hmm. We were still like a top ten ranked offense. Okay, and so, we were four and twelve. So that's not because of the offense. I understand that. So, and I get it. Your problems are more on the defensive side. But They're I'm, all most of them majority. <laughs> but I would still take a twenty five year old who just threw for forty eight hundred yards last year, Deshaun Watson, coming home. Pair him up with Julio. Maybe go maybe and Calvin and Calvin, and you might even do what the Cowboys do. Go get one more stud and a draft receiver like the Cowboys did with CD Lamb. Now you got three receivers, right? And then after all of that, you focus all your attention on the defense. In two years, you might be a contender in NFC. Because you know what? You want to hear something crazy? Talk to you him. said uh, Deshaun had how many? Forty eight hundred. Forty eight hundred. Mm-hmm. How many touchdowns? It's like 33, 30, uh, with interceptions? Seven. Okay. Matt Ryan, 4,581 yards, 26 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, good for a 93% rating. Crazier stat. He has averaged over 4,000 yards since 2011. It's not Matt Ryan. And mind you, mind you, mind you. We know it's not mind Matt you, Ryan. Mind you, mind you, Julio that. was hurt. <laughs> for get, the better part of the second half of the I season get, last year. I get it's not Matt Ryan. So he's not just throwing it to Julio. But how many yeah. years did Matt Ryan really truly have? One, but this maybe is, two. This is the question, right? So you got to plan for it if tomorrow. if we want if we want to win tomorrow, Deshaun Watson is is the idea. Like that would be great. But again, the logistics of Deshaun Watson because how much we would have to pay Matt without him being on the team, it just doesn't make sense yeah. to take that L. You, pay you know what I'm play. saying? I mean, you pay to play. You can go bankrupt, and you can't pay nobody else. Then everybody leaves. You've heard, you've heard on my podcast and how ridiculous Vlad can get when like, it comes to. You, you, it's not you just throwing money way. out. Like, no, you can't do that. Like I wish, I wish that it could be you know dollar for dollar. You do the trade. I know it's and not dollar we for sacrifice, dollar. We sacrifice the second round. It's not the Yankees, bro. But at yeah. the same time, okay, you you want to win. I you, get that. No, you need to win. It's not want to win. Want was ten years ago. When you no, had, no, 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 no. Yes, no, no. when you had... We talking, we talking about football. If you're Arthur Blank, you always want to win. Mm-hmm. The, needing to win, every team needs so to win. So you're telling me Detroit yeah. Lions you know want to win? Do they, who, who doesn't want to win? Not who has an organization where they don't want to win? Not the Lions. The, the Lions can't win. There's a difference yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> between no, they, the will... No, no, no. No. They don't want to win. Uh, the Houston Texans, on, the Houston Texans, they don't want to win. You don't, you don't trade D-Hop. No you don't <laughs> no, trade D-Hop. That's just bad front office. That's bad management. You don't want to win. That's bad. No, you don't want to win. You, some, some guys think ego. They think I'm bigger than 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 these players. So mm-hmm. I'm going to do what I think we need to do to, to find success. A.K.A. you don't want to win. That's that's wanting to win. You just don't know how. The players yeah, that's, that's, that's how it is. It's Detroit, the organization, doesn't know. Their their decisions because you can tell like some decisions you make can string you along for ten years right you know you make a bad decision here and there and there goes fifteen years and because you're committed to these people four or five years at a time, at a time exactly you, you, when you draft someone unless it's a quarterback and you put them it doesn't really matter who you draft it takes at least three years to see right. what you got exactly that by that third year you either re up or Johnny you let Manziel. them go <laughs> you know that's, what I'm that's a good point. now you do that in every single position. We talking, there's multi-generate, you know, there's multi-years left out on the field. So Detroit doesn't want to not, or not, they they want to win. They just, they don't know how. how. Their organization, and then the same thing. It's like, okay, you got all these organizations that's doing well. Well, they're not just letting go of executive ownership or leadership. Exactly. You know, so they just can't, they got a case that they can't get right. They got to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like I said, it starts at the top. 
They thought and, with Patricia that's what it was. And hey, what, they, he gone, they bombed. He <laughs> bombed. Like that's it, that's you make you do make a good point. So with that, who do you what do you think was the biggest mistake for the Falcons in the past, let's say decade, and what was the biggest mistake for the Hawks? Okay, because you were saying just a decade, because or 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 just overall, like what mistakes has cost them? Like he said, you know, you made that mistake mm. and it cost you down the line three, four, five, even ten years down the line. The Falcons are easier. The biggest mistake for the Falcons was buying into fool's gold. They saw Dan Quinn win four or five meaningless games at the end of the previous season, not last year, uh, twenty twenty, but two thousand nineteen, and they said, "Oh, maybe." Maybe somehow he'll catch fire and take that four win, four game winning streak into the next season, and will be great. <laughs> Even though you know there's a thirty to forty percent roster turnover because we have to draft guys, we have to resign guys, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They didn't believe what what Dan Quinn truly was, or what he showed us for the majority of the season. Mediocre. And we showed up zero and five. And instead of firing him, as soon as our defense and special teams watched the Cowboys rally up an onside kick in the last two minutes of a game that we were thromping them in, let them go down the field and kick a field goal to, 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 you know, to choke again. It was the Super Bowl in a, in a smaller you know, context. It was the mm-hmm. Super Bowl all over again. And they say, ah, we'll figure it out. No, you fire him that day. You fire him in the meeting. You come out to the media and you be like, you know what? We love Dan Quinn. He cool here, but I swear to God, he cool. But he got to go. <laughs> we we, 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 we started off the season 0-2. We could have maybe wrote, wrote the ship then and yeah. changed something. But we just believed in Dan. And he's a nice guy, I guess. He's charming. You know, he's a he's a player. He's a player coach. Yeah, that's what So it was easy to, to, you know what I'm saying, get too attached to him. But he had to – we should have let him go way sooner. And it just – it really set us back. Last season, the mm-hmm. season before that, uh, it's just been a struggle ever since, man. Losing Kyle Shanahan hurt, but I think keeping Dan Quinn hurt more. Wow. Okay. And what about the Hawks? The Hawks is so much more difficult to because I mean, if you're talking about all, you know, you said ten years, so that's not I, Marvin I, Williams. That we can't, man, we're not going I, that I, far no, back. I, I did use ten years as a primer, but really, we can. We can say we can go further than that because the Hawks haven't won nothing serious. In well, I say this: the the one of the biggest problems with the Hawks is for the longest time they were owned by Atlanta Spirit Group, and that was a corporation that was about making money. It wasn't mm. a corporation that was about. Was but, that an Atlanta-owned company? Yeah, or, I, I believe that. Uh, Atlanta or Atlanta Spirit, is, Spirit Group. Yeah, 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 but even so. they were about making money. It's not like they they decorated or made the experience like like when you go even when the Lakers suck like. They still sold out. Even the Knicks now, they suck. That's a they lot of lineage. That's a lot of history. I, I get that. But even, okay, fine. You can even take it to other teams like Golden State before they became Golden State that they now, like, people still want to go to Oracle. But there's still, there's still history with Golden State as a franchise. You know I understand what I'm that. But I'm just saying, even that, like, you want to make money, but I mean, the best thing you've done in the past years was give a State Farm Arena, really. No, no, like, no. See, that's that's where you're wrong. You, because you, Tony Wrestler gave us that. Okay. Right? There's so, a whole new new ownership. Okay. So you have somebody who cares about the so team, who cares worse. about the city, who's trying to build something. Yeah, yeah. The Spirit wasn't trying to do none of that. So that makes that makes my case. They were okay with status more quo. proven that the old management didn't even care because you didn't draft players that will bring people in the seats, to be honest with you. You didn't get players. Not Josh in, Childress. They Childress. Love, we loved him. <laughs> I mean, the most exciting thing, I guess, in 06 when Josh Smith won the dunk contest, whoop de doo And he did it in a Dominique Wilkins jersey. whoop de doo <laughs> But outside of that, let's be honest, even you want to put, like, look at the Clippers when Chris Paul got there. They didn't win big, but they seats were filled all the time because they brought excitement. So even if you had a management that said, hey, we don't care about winning, we want to just win, we just want to make money, they didn't even do that. But see, again, I think. It just depends on how you, how you look at it, right? So Atlanta Spirit Group, they were okay with status quo. They were still going to make money because mediocre. Re, re, I, I agree, status quo. They was okay with being regular. Yeah. They wasn't trying to be elite. They weren't trying to go hire general managers that was going to put the Hawks in position to be position to be successful. They were trying to hire general managers who could do the job. So let's think of it. Go back a little bit. Tony Wrestler mm-hmm. is the owner 
uh, principal owner. Yes. There's, there's a lot of owners. I mean, yeah. Grant Hill owns a piece. Yeah, he's majority. Um, but Tony Ressler owns most of it. The first thing he did was go and get uh, Knock It Out the Park CEO. Steve Coonan is that guy. Yeah. He's, he, and he understands Atlanta has to see your face. Yeah. Steve Coonan's on the radio every single morning. Regular. I used to listen to him every morning on my commute. And he's a, he's a bubbly guy. He's yeah. an energetic guy. And then we get, we got our fate. So we got the CEO, mm-hmm. right? The fate, kind of like our point guard. Mm-hmm. And then we can win and got an exciting young player. Yeah. So you already see, we're talking business side. Right. Business side, they understand. Because he went not Travis Schlink you know, from uh, Golden State Warriors. He got the, right. the GM from, uh, assistant GM. They know now. offense sells. Exactly. Right? Offense sells. So you're not going to get butts in the seats if you're losing as well. I mean, losing, you can lose a little bit, but if, at least if you're going to lose, Boring. lose with some pizzazz. <laughs> exactly. A little razzle dazzle. Right. So Trey, Trey going to drop 37. Is. Exactly. In an L, but he's going to hit 37, but. Trey going to give you that. And so they built that from, from year one. Trey yeah. was busting out, you yeah. know. So and Trey is Atlanta now. He's all all things Trey TL. Yeah. So they Very got true. the face in the CEO, who was the point guard of the of the organization. Right. They got the point guard for for the team. To, to attract young talent. Mm-hmm. And well, Collins was here before him, but yeah. Collins wasn't that guy. Like he He's needed some, he needed someone there to yeah. set him up and things like that. Now he ain't bad. Don't He's get a me real wrong. big. I'll take him on Miami any day. But he ain't coming. you see kind of like what they did. And then they get got the new arena. Yeah. And so now the Hawks have become this kind of destination. At least for me, I like going to Hawks games. I, I was about to say, I don't know if you guys have ever been to a Hawks game. But oh, the Hawks yeah, it's, games, it's yeah. fantastic. The new yeah, Hawks, State Farm Arena is exciting. It's a it place is. to go. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's an amazing place. It's an amazing vibe. They have this all-you-can-eat area. Where, I've been there, man. You go in there, you get all you can eat. I've all been you to can the eighteen hundred uh, club too, bro. Yeah. All you can eat drinks, are like like beer and whatever like that. You pay for oh, the yeah, liquor, yeah, you pay did, for wine. But that's yeah. it's amazing. It's an, mm-hmm. I'm I'm out there. Whenever I get to go, I'm out there. Hey, yo, Cam, we need more, baby. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it's an experience. And then on top of that, like again, the I think are finally coming out too. I think uh, I think the Hawks is one of the best organizations in the league right now mm-hmm. because their community outreach. It's ridiculous. Like, yeah, talk to me about that. We talked a little bit about off the mic. We we didn't talk with Vlad about this, but tell me a little bit about that. Right. So right now they they actually have a program where they allow different vendors from small communities or lesser known establishments to come in for games when you know when we have uh, fans and whatnot, and they get to come in and set up and vend. You know, like if you're a small Jamaican restaurant, or small Haitian restaurant out in Loganville or mm-hmm. Decula, Duluth, Lawrenceville, you can come to a Hots game and you could you could market yourself. You know what I'm saying? They giving they give they give small businesses a platform mm-hmm. to to kind of put themselves out there, and you never know who you'll bump into at a, at a Hots game. You That's never know. You never know. You know. Hey, if you're if you're a Korean person and you're trying to get some Korean barbecue, they got they got breakers at the Hots game. You yeah. end up bumping into them like, hey, I didn't even know you guys was out here. That's amazing. Like That's the out the community outreach with small businesses and even you know medium sized businesses is 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 just amazing. And then on top of that, you know the food is regular. The, the actual arena food is it's actually good. It's fair and pricey. And you know what I'm price, saying? You yes. can you can I could take my nieces to a hot's game with twenty dollars feed all three of us mm-hmm. and look I've be actually satisfied. met I've met the top uh, chef. I've, he was a he was. Um, a volunteer at, mm-hmm. at my day job. So him and uh, the general manager, and then another one of the people that work within there. So yeah, they're and they do it for many. It's not just for the Hawks, right? You know, it's for, the for Atlanta game. United. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he actually makes a menu. This is a big deal. It's not something that Phillips was doing. No, Phillips wasn't even. Phillips wasn't touching Nowhere again. But at that time, it wasn't really about the experience. Of That's what a, a basketball game was, it mm-hmm. wasn't about success. You know what I'm saying? We got lucky, got Mike Budenholzer, and won 60 games, and went to the Eastern Conference Finals, and that was just like, oh well, you know, we we got we got struck by lightning. Mm-hmm. Honestly, and you see what happened right afterwards. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't keep that momentum going because that wasn't part of the plan. Mm-hmm. It just happened. Now the plan is to be successful. The plan is to, you know what I'm saying, host the Larry O'Brien and Magic. City at some point, you know what I'm saying. That is the idea of what these new age franchises want to do. My uh, my nephew, he's a huge Matt Ryan fan, and Matt Ryan didn't have a good season, but he watches the Falcons 
And he appreciates just everything that Matt Ryan brings to the game. Watching him play, watching him play regularly. He's seven years old, and he could tell that Matt Ryan is good. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it, what these teams are bringing out. And I think Arthur Blank has always been about success. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a reason why we've been the four NFC championships in the last 17 years. You know what I'm saying? Not a lot of teams can say that. No. Unfortunately, a lot, some of those teams can say that they've been to a couple and won and won the Super Bowl. But... You know, like, the, we haven't gotten to the pinnacle of success as far as the Falcons go, mm-hmm. but you can tell that they're a team that wants that. Yeah, of course. And up until recently, I wasn't sure if the Hawks wanted that. Hmm. Okay. So, with that being said, one last question, which is a two-part question. What will a championship mean to the city of Atlanta? And what young player are you looking forward to to bring in that championship? To the city of Atlanta. Uh, what a championship would mean to the city of Atlanta. I don't, I can't even imagine the last championship that I got to enjoy. I mean, Atlanta United won three years ago, and that was great. That was amazing. Yeah, I went to but a parade. It was cool. This is not a soccer it's city. It's not a soccer city, yeah. It's not a soccer city. It's just one portion of Atlanta. It's, there's, there's, there's a lot of, you know Dorothy what I'm saying? Chambly in them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's Be a lot of, lot of natives, folks that have mm-hmm. moved here who are like really behind the soccer team. Mm-hmm. So it was great for them. I'm, you know, I love soccer, so it was great for me as well. But I'm way more attached to football, way more attached to basketball, a little bit more attached to, and to baseball. And kids on the block. Exactly. Yeah. So they don't have the same legacy, right. right? There's no way to describe the glee, joy, <laughs> orgasmic celebratory <laughs> pleasure that I would find in having a Super Bowl championship yeah. or a, a, a basketball championship in this city. It would be I don't I'm 33. Yeah, you never seen it. The All last no no the last one that I saw that I cared about was uh the Braves in 95. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, lo- I love the Braves in the 90s. Ryan Klesko, Smoltz, Chipper Jones, Andrew Jones, Andre Galarraga. I love those guys. And as a, well, I, what was I, uh, eight years old, mm-hmm. it felt great to know that the team that I care about is is victorious at the end of the day. We was the best team in the league that year. You know what I'm saying? It was a wonderful feeling. And then we had the Olympics the next year. So that was, <laughs> that, back back. <laughs> it was a good time. You know what I'm saying? So popping. I like, but but at this point, like if the, if the Falcons would have brought in a Super Bowl in 2016, yeah, they I would have saved me a lot of. Money. I had a lot of tears yeah. that were ready to be released. Yeah. yeah, I was so hurt I couldn't cry. I drove home <laughs> in silence. I remember we was together that we day. We all did, bro. Yeah. I remember. I remember thinking to myself. I was talking to my homie in the car, and I was like, bro. What could we have done to help them? All the time out? <laughs> like, no, I'm thinking like maybe maybe I should have crashed into the game in the street or something, and maybe would have inspired my guys to be like, hey, we need to wake up, something. Oh but that's that to me. That's how passionate. That's how passionate I feel about the Falcons and the Hawks, and how Man, desperate. After that loss that Monday. That Monday was. It was the sad. The, it's the darkest the, Monday the darkest in, in Atlanta. No one went to work. Ghost like town. it was. I was. I I didn't go. I, I didn't go to school. I didn't do nothing. I didn't care. <laughs> I was I was hurt. Yeah. And it's like again, I can't put the words to describe what a championship would mean to this city. You I know understand. what I'm saying? Because and Atlanta is such Atlanta is the culture right now. It's amazing. Around the world, people look to Atlanta for the culture. And I remember all the memes, the Patriots versus the Falcons. <sighs> Let's be real. Black people needed that win. Yeah. And that's why it hurt so much. Yeah. Like, we went, it was the black people versus the good old boys and the mm-hmm. patriots, mm-hmm. you know, coming in. And we just, we needed that. And it was such a, and so for a lot of people, it was more than sports. It was like summation of our lives yeah. right there. You know, the man that, always that, wins. Part of that is why you'll find people who have the conflicted feelings or the hatred that they have for Matt Ryan mm-hmm. because we remember the electricity that Michael Vick brought to, yes. the, to the city. All, and my, in all facets. Michael Vick. And we're still kind of paying for that, but go on. Michael Vick wasn't a great quarterback. Mm-hmm. But everybody, whether you went to church on Sunday or not, everyone at 1 o'clock, Yo, he was everybody he ran he was to that the electric. room, turned on the TV, and you did not move until he was that 4.30. Electric. He was, I, wasn't, I wasn't a Falcons fan. He forced me to be a fan. Yeah. Because yeah. you had to watch. You had to watch. Because you don't know what TV. he was, was. going to give you. He's on the, he's on you never knew he was going to break off the 80. Video. You never knew when he was going to goddamn toss it to TJ Duckett. Yeah, like you didn't know what was going to happen. You don't know if he, he was that electric. That, it's, it's, it's the anticipation of 
you don't know if he's going to have a, a, a 80 yard deep bomb or 80 yard run. run yeah. He's going to break off hey, seven people. <laughs> you know so what I'm saying? grateful for those years, man. Yo, it was a great time. And he it, made Matt Sunday Ryan, football Sunday football. Matt Ryan will always live in his shadow, even though Matt Ryan is levels better a quarterback yeah. than Michael Vick ever was. Mm-hmm. Right, so we go. and we know this about Vic too because he went to Philly and did the same thing. Yep, he just was the culture, and right. that's how it is in Atlanta, man. So I can say it would be for me. I think it would be validation oh, for man. Arthur Blank all those years of pain, and finally to get one. And to be honest, literally all they need is one. All this is this one. city just needs one, one, one Falcons championship, and, the and it's coming all, off. It's all safe. It, yeah. First of all, we could never win anything else again. First of all, one Falcons. It's gonna be Mardi Gras and this guy. <laughs> it's gonna be crime mob. Gonna come back. We drop an album. It's gonna be so ridiculous if the Falcons win. I don't. I can't give you a a young Falcons player that I think is gonna be. Could be a Hawks player too. Okay, because I, I would uh, if if it was a Falcons player, I'd have to say Justin Fields will get drafted number four. I would that would that's what I would project. Mm, yeah, I hear that Falcons that's fans. That's what I would project. Justin okay. Fields, um, like Mr. Carl County, come home. But if that if that if it's not that, then it, it has to be Trey. It, it lies on Trey's shoulders. Like Trey is the man right now. Trey TL, he's the face I of Atlanta. I remember Ice Trey. Yeah, I, I remember. When we got we got drafted, I said, "All right, y'all. I don't want to hear." That's when I started telling Vlad. I was like, "All right, I don't want to hear about this Marvin. Trey's the guy for the future. Yeah. You guys got one. Yeah, they you can't play a lick of defense. I'll say this. I'll say got this. Finally redeemed themselves after that. In that draft, I was praying for Luka Doncic. Really, the confliction in my soul when we drafted Luka Doncic. Yeah, Trey and wasn't six my guy minutes either. later, we traded Luka for Trey. I was devastated <laughs> because I remember that. hindsight is twenty twenty. Right, look at Luca now. Yeah, but he's his, just he's not Atlanta. But he's, here's the thing: he, he's not. Does he fit our system? No, and he's we, not we, Atlanta. System system wouldn't have mattered because we's gonna we's gonna get a coach to figure it out at some point. You don't so, know that. You don't know that. I, 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 I'm not that. too Everybody worried about that. Everybody doesn't fit everywhere. Not not everybody's LeBron where you could just get up and go and play anywhere. Okay, it doesn't the, work like this, that. This is my thing, right? And again, what's the real difference between Trey and Luca? A few things. What's, what's the real difference? The real between difference is that Luca plays for the Mavericks. That's it. That's it. No. And and and, no. and, and Luca's five inches taller. Yeah. You That's know, a big you, difference. You know what? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because Luca's five inches taller, he can always be a closer. He can always go down in the trees, get contact, and try to finish. How often do you think Trey at six, maybe one? Is going to be excited about Five going down to some trees, but in the end, the Mavericks are fifteen and sixteen. So what are we really talking about? Uh, yeah. But but also, but also they made it to the playoffs last year due to COVID. Issue. I don't want to hear that shit. They, I don't want to hear that. Eight players. I don't want to hear it. Okay. Miami well, well, has won six straight. We just got all of our our players back. I don't want to hear it. Facts, facts, facts. Because nobody cut us no slack. I don't. Dallas hear is not Miami. So again, at the end of the day, though, Trey Hill. Trey is the only. He's the he's the beacon of hope. As far and but but because of you know Trey's uh, character, his makeup, him being so small, he can't be the guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just Steph Curry needed uh, Kevin Love to be hurt. He needed Kyrie to be hurt, and he needed Clay to play well, and Andre Iguodala to get off fact. the bench and start. Yeah, for him to win his first. When he had all them guys, even though. Bogey got hurt and Draymond missed the game. I think those those factor in a lot. But same way Kyrie and K Love got hurt, you know, it's it's, it's basketball. Yeah. So, but he he needed all of that to get him to where he needed to. You know what I'm saying? To get some accomplishments. Sure and then he got too. KD, and it was like, okay, we can do this in our sleep. Mm-hmm. This is lunch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Trey Trey is gonna be that guy to kind of like lead us to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna be the development of Dre, the develop, development of Cam. If if we retain John and he develops into you know somebody who can take folks off the dribble and he you know exp- explores his game a little bit more, it's gonna take that core. I don't have no worries about Kevin Herter because I don't think he's going nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's gonna be this. This is the core. Yeah, this is the core, and they have to develop this core. They got to figure it out financially. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They got to keep these guys. They got to develop these guys. I love LP. I love Coach Pierce. If he's not the guy at, at coaching, we need to go and invest in somebody who can just find what it is inside these guys that can take us to that place. Because if we're looking at these guys as babies, I think three years from now, mm-hmm. this should be like a perennial Eastern Conference They're team. They're a problem. I completely agree. I agree. So with that being said, thank you again 
Kens for joining us on this week's yeah, episode. We, we, we definitely gonna have you back. Um, you already know. <laughs> Atlanta sports everything. I love it. Now again, guys, we will be back Monday on Clubhouse at this seven PM. Be, this is gonna be crazy. We have a great topic this week. Mm. We are gonna talk top Atlanta athletes from nineteen ninety to mm. now. So again, Monday at seven PM, join us on Clubhouse. Clubhouse. We're going to be talking about the top Atlanta athletes from 1990 until now. Top five, top ten? We might do top ten. I know my five. Depending on how I feel. We might do top ten. I know the But thank you again, guys, for listening to this episode. Continue to chime in and stay up to date on all our episodes. Keep that notification bell turned on. Follow us us on all our social media and stay up to date with Sports Cash. And follow our guests, Tonton Kins. I already know. ATL Distinguished Gentleman Podcast coming back soon. Where can they where can they find you? What what kind of socials you got? Ah uh, man, um don't follow me on Twitter, Cook Crack Kins. Uh all case, Cook Crack Kins. Uh you could get me on Instagram, Tonton underscore Kins, T O N T O N K E N Z. Um if you want to catch me on Facebook, you know what I'm saying? Mark Kins, Reynolds the Bush. If you out here looking for your boy, I give you my government, holla at me. But uh Hey, man, y'all make sure y'all come back to SportsCast. Y'all show my guys some love. This is an amazing podcast. Have a great time listening to these guys, man. These are my brothers. We grew up together. Y'all come out here, support black businesses, support each other, man. Let's keep this thing going. I appreciate it. Well, with that being said, thank you again, and we'll see you next episode. All right, Cash Crew. Till next time. This episode is brought to you in part by Sneaker Broker. Do you have a favorite sneaker that you've been waiting on, but it's sold out everywhere, including online? Shop with Sneaker Broker, a premium sneaker dealer based in Atlanta. They'll take care of you and try to find you whatever you need. Find out more by visiting their Instagram at SNKR underscore broker. That is at SNKR underscore broker to find out more. What's up, Cash Crew? This is KD. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. Be sure to find us on social media at sports underscore cash underscore. And if you haven't already, subscribe to us on YouTube at Sports Cash Podcast. And don't forget to hit that notification bell.